you have checked out yesterday's episode, you would know that uh, I was discussing Pranelal's book Indica. The book is about the natural history of the Indian subcontinent. And as I had promised, I will talk about different books on India, which really come from different perspectives. And trust me, we'll come to India. But before that, let's continue our story of the planet, planet Earth. And uh, yesterday we learned how the Earth was created. It happened around 4.5 billion years ago. And so was the Sun. It was also created around the same time. Now, once these two and the entire solar system were settled, then somewhere around on on, on that continuum, around 3.5 billion years ago, the first signs of life appeared on Earth. Of course, it wasn't anything like the life we see today on our planet. Because the temperature, the environment, the atmosphere, they were not really conducive for advanced life. Nevertheless, what we had, at least that's what scientists and the majority of them, they believe that uh, we had the earliest signs of life and they were in the form of some replicable proteins, which really were the basis of life. And uh, they were most likely formed in the depths of the ocean. I keep using these words such as most likely, probably, because we're still not sure about what happened back then. We haven't even created life artificially. I mean, we haven't created life out of nothing. What we have done is we have created different modifications, different mutations, but creating life out of nothing, that has been the challenge. Nevertheless, we pretty much know how exactly it evolved. But first of all, before we go along that path, I think it's important to understand in scientific terms what is life. Generally speaking, scientists do agree that uh, in order to define something lively or containing life, it needs to have three essential properties. And they are, the first one is that living systems, they have the ability to self-assemble and organize themselves, which is kind of, it goes against nature's tendency of chaos and disorder and destruction. Second, life is, it's a self-sustaining chemical system and it has the ability to evolve or adapt to the environments. And the third property is that life is an interlinked chemical process which does not really exist in isolation but kind of uh, exchanges energy with its environment. It's in constant interaction with the environment. So that's really the fundamental nature of life. 
It depends on other life forms to survive and to evolve. If something is static, it is constant. Generally, we assume that there is not going to be any life in there. So that's how, as I said, that's how really the life evolved on Earth. It was basic proteins. Uh, in other words, they were really small organic bubbles of jelly and they came together to give the earliest functional cells. And these cells then became the basic unit of a living organism. And then we have the RNA and DNA and with the evolution of DNA we found more complexity of life over a period of time. But of course that period of time extends to not just million but billions of years. And initially before animals and plants came, came into the scene, there were a lot of fungi that grew inside the ocean. In fact, most of the life in the early period that grew inside the ocean and then it gradually traveled from the ocean to the land. In fact, uh, for a short while in Earth's history, these fungi, they dominated over plants and uh, they even created some of the first forests on the land. Today we don't see such fungi growing tall like trees, but back then they did. Some of them grew like two to three meters and they had their own forests, just like we have plants and trees today in the forests. Sometimes when we look at the man and nature and we think these are two different things where man is competing against the nature or even fighting it. But when we study the natural sciences, we learn that even animals and uh, all these plants, all kind of living organisms, they're also competing with each other in order to survive. So you'd find that even, even these plants, they have the competition in, in a forest. Sometimes they push each other around to get more sunlight or extract more minerals from the soil. So once again, there is a there is a the idea of the survival of the fittest, and you'll find that a lot of species went extinct during this process, and many other evolved into something else. So that's how it has been going on for millions of years. This is exactly what happened when when plants they started arriving on land from the ocean. This was around 400, 420 million years ago and uh, they were really fighting with the fungi to get access to the land. And then over the next few million years, around 10 million years, plants evolved into something that really helped them beating the fungi. It was the wood. So this was a molecule called lignin and because of that plant grew that they had that strength of the wood and they could grow tall and they could get that extra sunlight and therefore the fungi could not compete with them and eventually they got more access to the land 
During this period, around 350 to 380 million years ago, plants also grew their leaves. So now they could absorb more sunlight and they could cover the land below them where fungi were growing. So then they could have more access to the sunlight. And therefore, uh, they were getting more nutrition, which is the reason earlier when we had uh, fungi forests, they were slowly replaced by these primitive plants and slowly new forests of plants and trees, they emerged. So on the one side, we had fungi and plants which grew in the oceans and then moved to the land. Similarly, on the other, on the other hand, we had uh, the animals also now emerging. So the first life form that we had in terms of animals was a fish. So it was very, once again, really, really in its primitive form. It didn't have eyes, it didn't have a lot of other features that fish today have. For example, fins and other physical features. So it was just a very basic form of life and slowly, it over next millions of years, they moved faster, they grew fins and then they started moving to different parts of the ocean. And uh, the earlier fish, they were, they were breathing through their gills, not mouths. But in the later period, we find that some of them also developed this ability to breathe through their mouths. And it was really crucial because that helped us from in moving from oceans to the land. So there were some of these fish which could really survive without water for a brief period of time. So slowly life moved from purely water to different to those those water bodies which were not really um, rich in oxygen and then as they gravitated towards land they adjusted to the new environment for them they slowly they had to change their shapes a little they had to find different abilities to to live without water for longer periods of time and of course since they had lived uh, throughout history they had lived inside the oceans they had fins but they didn't have any feet slowly that also changed over the next few million years so these from these fishes we got to the amphibians from the creatures that want needed water as an essential element we got to the creatures that needed water sometimes something like the ancestors of today's frogs and then once they moved into the land area they became predators and these newly evolved reptiles arrived and from there on also evolution kept going on but this does not mean we didn't have a lot of tragic instances along the way 
For example, around 250 million years ago, there was a period we call Great Dying. And what happened then was uh, in the oceans, really big mass extinction took place. This happened because of uh, volcanic activity. A lot of chemicals and gases were released. And what happened because of that was a lot of majority of the life that was thriving at that time, more than 90% of marine species and uh, close to 70% on the of the life on Earth, that died. So along the way, we suffered a lot of blows also. But then once again, somehow, somehow, the life continued. The point is, we are here against all odds. And life is truly and really precious. So that was the journey of different life forms on Earth. And uh, in the next episode, I'll come specifically to India. In the history of different life forms in India.